Occasionally posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, fuck nigga, free Chessie B. I'm done. Why you keep doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> we sunshine. just played you the song. <laughs> I'm sunshine, y'all. Welcome. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Occasionally Posh. As always, please join us in the comments. Say hello, comment along with this good conversation. Um, you know, give us a, your input. And also, if you don't mind, please like and share everything Occasionally Posh. Um, we got Miss Mary on again tonight. She don't really need no more introduction. She's been long enough. If you don't know her, then you ain't been watching. So you uh, thank you. Watching. But thank you, Miss Mary J, for joining us as usual. We always Absolutely. love it. Always a pleasure to be here. Always, always, always. <laughs> All right. So we always start with the foreplay. And let me put up whatever chassis ratchetness got going on here. Let's see. <laughs> Go ahead, Jess. You've heard of Hot Girl Summer. Allow me to introduce slightly chubby Mom Summer. We got weed and snacks, and we're fresh out of fucks. Get on our level. <laughs> that right there is how I'm feeling. All summer 2022. I can't even. <laughs> she don't even know what summer it is. She I was gonna say 2020. <laughs> wow, wow, 2022. wow. And that's it. That's just that's my foreplay. There's your foreplay straight like that. What motivates that to be your foreplay? Ah. Uh, I just, this is the first summer in a while that, I don't know, I just, I feel good about the summer coming in and I got plans with me and my kids. I got plans with me and my friends and my cousins and family and just all that kind of stuff. And I just want to be ratchet and do hood rat shit with my friends whenever I ain't got my kids. And when I got my kids, we're going to be in Mommy and son modes, you know. All right, right. I figured it. I figured it. What's your goal for the summer, Miss Mary? Um, to eat as much as possible, like I do every day. Um, that's that's pretty much it. That's I wake up every day thinking about what I'm gonna eat, when I'm gonna eat it, how I'm gonna eat it, because food makes me so incredibly happy. That is spending time with my um my granddaughter, of course, and I'm about to be an auntie again in a couple of weeks. So looking forward to, to that, spending time at my um, rich white sister Tiffany's house because she has nice things. That's it. <laughs> I figured it. She's going to be so mad when she got to be rich white lady. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, my summer, it ain't really just my summer, it's just my 2022. Just be happy and don't let anybody steal my joy. Amen. We allow Amen. too many people, things, places, jobs, church members, so called friends, Facebook family that ain't really family. We let too many of them people have our joy. We got to stop. You know what I say to all of them? You know what? We are F R E E. 
That's funny. That's funny. What's your motto for the summer that's watching so far? Tell us in the comments. Let you let us know what your model is for the summer or for the year of 2022. You know, y'all catching the super and these double A's all summer long. Lord, she actually said the correct size. It's gonna snow. <laughs> It's snow in the weather tomorrow. Right. It is not even right. We got a battery. <laughs> what? <laughs> she said double A. I was like, double A. Nope, that's for the cha chas. She actually should have worn the right size. I mean, it's probably like a negative A, but still, she close. You know what? Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh man. Well, I want to get y'all. I want to get y'all opinion on this. I don't have this problem. Mm -hmm. She's gonna run you over with a car. Get y'all opinion on this one. Um, it says he be Joe, he be killing people and still be able to text back. Don't settle for less, ladies. Amen. <laughs> Amen. This summer, we you got five seconds to text me back, dog. No. <laughs> Yeah, go on. They can't even wipe and wash their hands. Five mm -mm. seconds. Mm -mm. What took you so long to wash your hands? You know, I'm right. here. I'm the light of I'm your done. world. <laughs> Obviously not. No, stop. <laughs> Just please. Do you think uh women have the same problems? As, as far as, as not texting back, because I'm that person. <laughs> I don't think I'm that person. Then how you gonna get mad at somebody when I tell you that? <laughs> Usually, <laughs> standards. Honestly, you got a standard, half the time you I really don't up. care. You really I, don't care, not necessarily. So you saying you respond back to people that care, that you that that matters? No, I don't even respond back to them niggas. I mean, to y'all. You know what? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't it, it's blame my blame my mind not my heart I, sometimes I think that I responded I'll see something that'll pop up on my phone mm. on my screen and I'll respond in my brain but I don't respond on the text message and it'd be seven days later and I'd be like oh crap I, didn't I was about to have your side and say I got it but not no seven days come on now <laughs> I was about to say, honestly, that's me, because I literally be like, be in the middle of something, be in the middle of a meeting at work or something, and see that you message, and sing the message. And I'd be like, okay, I get right back to him. And then it's like three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shoot. That's my problem. <laughs> but now she just, she just, she just careless. All right, so uh, going on to the topics, going on to the topics. Tonight is all about Chassie B. For some reason, she volunteered herself, her life, her vulnerabilities, et cetera, et cetera. Somebody asked me today, so that mean you next? Uh, no, I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We talk about my life in private when we go to Mary house and she cook dinner. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're going to talk about my life. Yes. <laughs> Good old pot roast. Uh, <laughs> I ain't had one of those in a minute. <laughs> Either. You know, I gave up red meat years ago. Oh. Yeah, oh. Well, that's okay. Whatever you want to cook, I'll eat it. 
Oh man, oh man. <laughs> so just to start the conversation off, tell the people why you chose to share parts of yourself and your life tonight. Um, so I feel like there are a lot of women that I know, um, not y'all, but it's some co-work ex-co-workers, ex-friends and things that I know that um go through things and stay in situations out of fear. And they're still going through the same thing. 10 years later, still going through the same thing. And I think that they're scared to move on. And so I kind of just want to give my, my story, give my background to let, you know, those people know, like, you ain't got to keep staying with this man. Like, move on, elevate, mm. do good. Be right. great. Right, right, right. So you so you mentioned your background. What's what's something that you think defines you from your past or from your growing up or your upbringing to make you into the person you are today? Um, let's see. So, hmm, this is interesting. So even though my parents had their issues and I've had my issues with my daddy, I still feel like both of them were very supportive in a lot of the things that I wanted to do and a lot of the things that I did right or wrong, they still was there and very supportive. Um, and my grandma, my grandma on my daddy's side, she is just like the most lovingest person in the world. She'll talk shit about you to your face <laughs> on the phone with everybody. You sitting on the couch, she will talk junk about you, but she will go and literally pick you up off the side of the corner, bring you home, feed you, bathe you, clothe you, make sure that you got a warm roof over your head, and she will still call you a crackhead. You know? Straight <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>, um, <laughs> <pray> like that. <laughs> she ain't no games. But I feel like a lot of, I, I'm very supportive of a lot of people. Um, and I think that's because I had the support whenever I was growing up. And I also always willing to help people because I see, saw her help people, even when people done her dirty, she still helped them. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that hurt you to learn how to draw the line? <coughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Heck yeah. And yeah. I'm just ready to throw it all out there right now. We're ready to, we're ready to just throw it out there. So, Go ahead. <laughs> um, my kid's dad and I broke up uh, about six, seven, eight years ago. I don't know. But anyway, we still stayed in the same house just to co-parent. And because I was afraid to that I wouldn't be able to take care of my kids because I wasn't making that much money and I was scared. I stayed out of fear and it wasn't a good relationship. I cheated. He, he probably cheated. I don't know. I didn't go looking cause I didn't really give two fucks. Um, but I did, I cheated and I, I wasn't a good person for him. He wasn't a good person for me. We both stayed with each other out of convenience. I finally left and, um, I got, I got a raise and I left and I got my own place and, he needed somewhere to stay. So me being nice, I let him come here and stay at, at my house. Y'all, 
the kind person, <laughs> right? The kind person in me pretty much let him use me for a long time, and I knew that he wasn't helping me. Like there, I, don't, I think the last time we was last time we even had sex was probably when Biscuit was conceived. Um, so mm. <laughs> no lie. Uh, <laughs> but um, he wasn't really helping me out, but I didn't want to throw him out on the streets and have nowhere to go, which is so stupid because he wasn't helping me like at all, except for what I like to call my in-house nanny. But other than that, I didn't really receive no type of support from him but I wanted him to be in the kids life and be there for them and I put my happiness on the back burner to make sure that they were happy and right now let me tell you baby I am dealing with it don't do it women <laughs> I told her not to do it <laughs> Don't do it. I don't recommend. <laughs> I don't One know why star. we feel right. I don't know why we feel like it's our responsibility to take care of a man. So let me ask you this. Was it that you felt not even on the aspect of, you know, taking care of him? Other than him, do you feel like you guys wouldn't have been able to effectively co-parent without him being there? Yep. No. Oh, sorry, let me answer for <laughs> I feel like that we can co-parent. However, I don't feel like he will be the daddy that my kids deserve without Which means being. you don't feel like he could have co-parent. No, I feel like he can co-parent if he knew how to parent. The only way that he could parent is if he's here. It, I know that don't make sense. It makes sense no. in my head. But you're it doesn't to make, make it make sense. The reality of it is, you he you had to make a space for him to be a parent, and it's not. That's mean you make yeah. him be a parent. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that he's co-parenting, but go ahead, man. And that was gonna be my next question. You see him sitting up here with the therapist hand. Uh, <laughs> <see>? <laughs> Looking that like uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Boys in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> So that leads me to my next question. Um, is he being the parent that you feel like he needs to be with him being there? You didn't feel like you guys could effectively co-parent. So I'm going to tell you, like I tell my clients, that makes sense to you, right? That's, that makes sense to you. It doesn't make sense to me. Make it make sense to me so that we can be on the same page. <laughs> Look, it doesn't make sense when I say it out loud. <laughs> it doesn't. And I, I, I will say that. I will say that a lot of the stuff that I've done, 99% of the stuff that I've done as far as this relationship has been absolutely stupid. I will say that. And a lot of the times it was just because I didn't want to it started out as fear. Well, no, let me take it back. When we first got together, it was because I would jump from one relationship to the, well, not even relationship. I would jump from one man to the situation next. Situation to the next. Yeah, situation. Mm -hmm. um, 
he just happened to move his left shoe into my house. And then the right shoe came in, then some clothes came in, and all that kind of stuff. And we accidentally ended up in a relationship. And then wow. um, kids came along and I was poor. Like whenever I first had Carter, I think I was making like eight, nine dollars an hour. Um, and after I had him, I went to another job. I think I was making like $12 there. And then after I had Biscuit, I got another job and just started making more money. Like It's like every time that I would have a child, I would get a little more sense and I would try to <laughs> elevate myself to make more money. I was like, oh Man. my God. I can't these kids ain't cheap. Okay. These kids ain't taking tinny milk and the milk is $20. Mm. Uh, they like it it got expensive and um yeah so let me ask you this miss therapist mary j yes why don't us women live by the life well let me i'm trying to word this right why don't we live by the advice that we give because it's always easier to look out the window than in the mirror right it's always easier to pinpoint things that are going on with somebody else than to look at your life and really and you know put some some action behind it right it's mainly about the action of it we can sit and talk about stuff all day with our friends but when it comes to us or even with our friends we want to see some action and the action is is what we fought at nobody you know it's hard to put that work in um me and Brittany, Chastity, sister, we joke all the time about how we give each other the best advice. Like, we'll go back and forth, bounce and stuff off each other, and then be like, so, bitch, why you don't do that? And it's the same <laughs> question for her. Her asking me, well, bitch, you, why don't you do that? And I was, girl, we're not talking about me. We're talking about <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Focus. Focus. Focus on, on the topic at hand. So, it's just, it's and that's just not even women. That's people in general. Like we, it's it's hard to put that work in. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's hard mm-hmm. to acknowledge. Uh, we talk all the time on here about accountability, right? Holding yourself right. accountable, and right. we talk all the time about acknowledging things. And if you <clears throat> sit and have a conversation with yourself and you acknowledge some things, then you have to change it, right? Because yeah. ignorance is bliss. Right. But yes. now that you're not ignorant, ignorant to it anymore, you're very cognizant of what's going on. You the the responsibility or the accountability comes in to make that change now that you know. So let's just act like I don't know, so that I don't have to make any changes. Mm. Um, but some of us, but some of us know and still don't make the change, but still can give good advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but That's if true. you, we're gonna act like we don't know. Like, you can know something. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk with the, the running joke all the time is about men, how we'll send them these long-ass paragraphs and they only respond to two things out of the paragraph. They read mm-hmm. that shit. They didn't just see them through and <laughs> right. answer, you know, that, that one specific question. They read the entire thing. They're picking and choosing what they want to respond to. Because then if you respond to the whole thing, then you're acknowledging what I'm saying. And now that you've acknowledged it, what are you going to do to change the things that I brought to the table that we need to work on? So that goes back to if I act like I didn't read it, even though I did, I don't have to address it. I don't have to change it. 
That's true. That's true. That's true. Mm. Like, did you see paragraph three, sentence two? He'd be like, no, I didn't see that part. <laughs> Girl, I screenshot it and go back through with my little digital pen. <laughs> not, the, not the digital pen. That's the arrow. Did you see you? So you didn't see this question. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man. Oh man. So Chash, you said you was you talked about your parents a little bit and things of that nature. Do you but speaking of them and anybody else in your life, do you feel like you had good examples of a positive relationship? Hmm. Honestly, no. I feel like a lot of the women and my family stayed with men that cheated on them um when we were younger. And as kids, we knew that they was getting cheated on because we're not stupid and we see what's going on. And as adults, the men have gotten better. But I the, oh. but I feel like the only reason that the men has gotten better that they got older is because you're bald, your penis ain't working like it used to. Well, Lord Jesus. You're overweight. So now you, like you gotta sit down. Like you can't be out here chasing skirts. Right. You not that. You not that same dude you was twenty years ago. Right. Unless you my daddy, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you gotta sit down. Right. And that's just that, that's just how I feel. I feel like I don't think I saw any any positive relationships that was a hundred percent positive. Yeah. Growing up. Right. I mean, I, you know, we always go to whether a man or a woman was faithful or things of that nature being a positive relationship, but it's much more than that. Did we see great communication? Did we see a woman to be a woman or a man being able to be fully themselves and be in a relationship? Did, did we really see the, the big disagreements and how they, they weathered through the storm of it? Did we really see, I mean, a relationship is more than just whether they cheat or not. A lot of us households, we see none of that. <laughs> we see no, no communication. If we did see communication, it was because they was yelling loud enough for us to hear them. Like it was, <laughs> we didn't you really sleep at one o'clock in the morning. You hear right. Mama cussing Daddy out. <laughs> you was yelling out, Daddy, dog. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> right, right. And and we got a lot of do as I say, not as I do. Growing up. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't really get explained, nothing explained, nothing in detail. Like I was literally just having a conversation with Chas and them earlier. Like we, we, mama didn't even really talk to us in detail about how many changes of bodies woman, I mean, a woman's body can go through and things that ain't. We got the bare minimum because it was an uncomfortable conversation. We got the bare minimum of what could happen. You know, this is how you have babies. This is what happened with sex. That's it. End of the story. Like right. it's so much more a woman go through. Had <laughs> in a few little things like so how can we in today's time in 2022 do better with communicating how life can be but also dealing with these 2022 kids because these kids are different they than really what we was <laughs> these men too I'd be glad when they ship a new shipment um you know <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good <laughs> She said we've been getting stuff from China long enough. When we gonna get stuff from the <laughs> Netherlands uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica or something? And always get it from China. 
you hear racist, we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I'm dead. No, but for real, Mary. <laughs> for real, Mary, how, how do you advise us parents who don't have those tools to, to move forward with these kids in 2022? I stress, and I can't stress enough, communicating with your kid. Uh, I, and that's in any relationship. I don't think people understand how much communication can change things. Just sitting down, having a conversation. How was your day? What happened today? What you do today? You know what I mean? And that's, you know, I had, I, I work with a lot of DJJ and they come in, they don't want to be there. They're coerced to be there by the system, right? That's, that's mm -hmm. part of their probation is to come in and sit and talk to me. So nine times out of 10, they just going to sit there and look at me like I'm crazy. So it's not, I don't start with, tell me how you feel. And, you know, you like, what, what, who, what you listen to? You, they get to talking to me about their music. Well, why is that your favorite song? Do you relate to that song? Or even with movies, you know, if it's a smaller child, you watch Encanto, is there anybody in your family that, you know, you, you can relate to that movie? And do you mm. see yourself as any character in that movie? It's simple conversation pieces that will make a person open up and have a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. um, with your kid, the biggest thing is gonna be just asking them questions. I'm to the point where, you know, especially my baby boy that Malachi knows it ain't nothing he can't come and tell me. And it's almost to the point of being borderline ridiculous with the stuff that he come and tell me. Cause I gotta be like, sir, I'm your mama. He'd be like, I know that's <laughs> why I'm telling you. Even my oldest son called you and see. said, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> So I don't want to hear that. Like, mm, yeah. What this bump look like? <laughs> yeah. They be stressing me out. But in that communication, I learn a lot about them. I learn a lot about their friends. I learn a lot about what's going on outside of you know the house and in the world today. Period that I might not know about as somebody that's 28 years old. So, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Y'all pushing it, okay? I was going to let you have it. It was Chaz that threw it out there. I was going to let you have it. Was... So just having a, just having a, con that's enough. It's <laughs> a damn enough. Um, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Just having a conversation. You know what? I have lied about my age so much. I forgot how old Kalen was. I had to call him the other day and be like, son, what, how old is you? And he was like, what? Mm -hmm. I have lied about my age so much. I It's getting hard for me to, you know, we about the same age at this point. Yeah, he about to be 24. I'm 28. People be asking me how it happened. It was a miracle. <laughs> okay, Mary. All right, Mary. You know what? <laughs> Go on what you were saying. Go ahead. But it's all about um, communication. Like, seriously, sit down. It ain't even got to be no deep conversation with your kids. It can be something just really simple about what they listening to, what they watching, what their friends is doing. And it's, I promise you, it's going to lead into a whole nother conversation that you probably wasn't even expecting to have. Just because you sat there and paid your kids some attention and gave them some conversation, it changes everything. So communication right. is always going to be key. Communication, right. communication and vulnerability. Like we, you ain't always gotta be Superwoman or Superman for your kids. They already know better anyway. Uh, I'm 
They already know better. So you just because the words come out your mouth, did you okay? They ain't stupid. <laughs> like right. they um, sit and talking to each other like you heard her crying last night. Uh right. Right. So um I, I wanna kind of I wanna go off the communication thing. So every day I pick the boys up. We have a conversation. How was your day? You know, what did you learn? What happened in class? I like to listen to their commentary in the back seat. They'll be talking about stuff and I interject and ask questions. Like we always have a conversation from the time we leave school all the way till we get to the house. Um, the past month and a half has been absolute horrible. I have either went to that school or got a call at least three days out of five days. Um, Go ahead. Well, we need to pull up. Oh, no, it ain't the school is them. You gonna pull it's up them. on them? I'm one of those parents. I, I I will take up for my kids when I got to take up for them. But when they wrong, they wrong. Um. Thanks. So today I got a call. I got two calls today. Both of them was acting up today, and I was so upset because I was um in a meeting, and I got two calls back to back, and I was like, let me answer these calls. And both of them was acting up. I was like, Lord, these kids going to send me to early grade. So on my way to the school to pick them up, I'm angry. But then I was like, no, I'm not going to be angry. I'm, I'm going to handle this different. It's probably going to be scary when they get in the car because they both know that they acted up. But um, they got in the car. I was like, you know, our typical, hey, how was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of stuff. So then... Um, I asked Biscuit, you know, what happened whenever your teacher had to call me? We go through the whole dynamics of it and we think of different solutions on how he can react the next time that happens. And then Carter, we do the same thing. Um, I don't I think I said this on here a couple of times that Biscuit would tell me everything that I've done wrong. Carter does not communicate with me at all. He shuts down. He'll get to a point where he just shuts down. And he has been the one that has been acting up the most. And today we got here and he was mad because I made some punishments. I asked them what punishment did they think that they deserved after they told me what happened. They told me what punishments they thought they deserved. And Carter was upset about the punishment that he got that he recommended. So <laughs> he thought it was just conversation. He didn't know. Yeah, he thought it was just conversation. <laughs> So um, after, so we, we sit here and we just talking and I'm, you know, I'm just being calm and he's screaming and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I just need you to talk to me. Just talk to me. That's all I'm asking. Just talk to me. We, we right. started therapy that we started back therapy. So they're going to therapy. Um, and he, he's, I still feel like he shuts down with them, but I was like, you know, I just need you to talk to me. I need to know what's going on in your head so that we can fix it. And Finally, we made a breakthrough today. Mm. And he said that he feels like I treat him like he's older than what he is. Mm. And I said, how so? And he said, whenever I do something wrong, you always say that I know better or that I shouldn't have done it and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And I thought about it and I was like, I do say that. And so I had to tell him that I will work on let him be the 10 year old that he is. But mm -hmm. then I also had to break it down on why I am as hard on them as I am in our neighborhood. I'm, I'm probably the helicopter mom. Like I'm out there 
looking around, making sure that everybody is okay, making sure that they're not doing anything they're not supposed to do. And I am hard on them. I get after them whenever sometimes they're in the right. But I want them to understand that, you're, yes, you're in the right, but this situation was stupid and you shouldn't have even been in this situation. So right. anyway, I broke it down to them and I was like, you know, I want y'all to be conscious of everything that you're doing because it's people out here killing black boys for less. Right. Right. And I was like, you know, which is a sad conversation to have, but one that which has is that, a sad yeah, conversation yeah, to have. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was so hard to have that conversation. But I think that after we had the conversation, they understood kind of where I was coming from. Like, yeah, she is hard. And I was like, you know, even if it's something as simple as I'd be like, why did you walk so close to that car? You have a sidewalk. You don't have to walk up on that grass to go by that car. And I was like, do y'all know why I say things like that? And they were like, no. And I was like, because the car could have got robbed at five o'clock, but they saw y'all close to the car at 530. And y'all was the last people that they saw close to that car. Mm. So they're going to automatically blame y'all. And I was like, I don't want that to happen. So yes, I am hard on y'all. I will continue to be hard on y'all, but I will start being more, I guess, knowledgeable of what I'm doing and not, be as hard and try to maybe have a conversation after I say what I said. Right. But I still want y'all to listen to me and understand that I'm doing this because I I want y'all to be here forever. Yeah. I, I want to die before y'all. I don't want to have to bury y'all. Right. And mm-hmm. even though we had that hard conversation, I still felt like today was a great day because I finally broke through that 10 year old and he finally mm. told me how he felt, which was something so minor, which and probably why he was acting up at school this whole time. Well, it might have been some other stuff. But we, we're taking baby steps. Mm-hmm. And that was great. Let yeah, me tell you that baby steps are, are still steps, right? Like we, yeah. we applaud babies for walking, for taking those first little steps. So why should we not, you know, applaud the same thing as adults and with our kids or in any relationship, making baby steps is still a step. Right. Right, right. And we have to we have to celebrate even the smallest things like like she said, baby steps can be reflective of what your life is doing. So when the baby first walk, they're not just taking off like they Mm -hmm. might take a step and then they might fall down. They might take another step and take two steps and fall down. Then finally, when they a little steady on their feet, they're going to wobble a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't happen overnight. So we got to stop treating ourselves as parents. That stuff is going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. And you know what? We still going to walk mess up. Guess what? Jackson is three. He's still running to the wall. Hit his head on stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Like, life is still going to happen. So we got to stop being so hard on ourselves. <laughs> uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to stop being so hard on ourselves as parents. Period. Like Because parenting is hard. There's not is. a handbook for it. And then if you have multiple children then each one of these kids are different. Nobody requires the same thing. Everybody requires a certain sense of everything. And as a parent, especially as a parent of a child that's special needs, I learned that the absolute hard way that I got to tailor to my kids and what each one of them needs. Then Mm -hmm. you got to throw in that nifty little component that we are Black mothers raising little Black boys. This is something that I have got on here and talked about numerous times about my fear of sending, you know, my kids out into the world as black men, right? Because I don't care how old they are, they're going to be viewed 
as black men. They could be 12 or 13 and they still are viewed as a man. So you throw that in there and, you know, these stipulations that we put on our kids to not be kids when they see all these other kids being kids because our black kids are not afforded the opportunity to mm -hmm. just be kids. They're black kids. Right. And it's hard right. to parent these kids, you know, when we have this fear that we've internalized this, this PTSD is what it is. This anxiety is what it is. You know, when we send our kids out here into the world of, is that baby going to come home? Mm. It terrifies me. It, it terrifies yeah, me. It I talk all the time with, you know, AJ, if you're my friend on Facebook, you know, AJ got a car for graduation. That the exact car that he wanted, my sister looked for that car high and low, right? To make sure that he had what he wanted to graduate. And I have yet to let my son drive his car mm. because I fear him going out there and, you know, with his autism, I said it on here quite a Somebody few times. He'll, and I I think was, have I talked to y'all since I snapped on his vocational rehab? That's another story. Mm. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So AJ, <laughs> when you tell him something, he repeats it back. AJ, take the trash out. He'll say, you want me to take out the trash? AJ, clean your bathtub. You want me to clean the bathtub? It's who he is. It's what he does as his, with his autism. I fear him getting pulled over for anything. Mm. And the police saying, step get out, out the, the car. car. You want me to get and out the car? Says, right. It strikes so much fear in my heart. My son has never driven his car on the road. He's had that car wow. since he was 18. He, he'll be 21 next month and I oh. can't let him do it. And he doesn't understand why he can't drive his car when his younger brother drives. His mm. cousin, that's his age drives. And I don't want to, you know, well, you can't drive because you have autism, right? That sucks. That's not fair. So I have to explain it to him in the sense of it's not because you're different. It's because the world doesn't understand that you're right. different. And it that fucking sucks. sucks as a it black is. parent that I have to raise my son like this when I've done everything in this world to make sure that he was just as quote unquote normal as everybody else. Right. So girl, Easy. when it comes Easy. to raising these these black, these little black boys, it's a it's a feat, it's a triumph. You know what I'm saying? Because you mm. can never be too damn cautious when mm -hmm. it comes to your kids. Period. Right. Right. It's funny you say that. Like, I don't have the same struggles as far as dealing with some with autism, but I do have a child that has been on an IEP since he's been in school. Um, because he's he didn't talk that well when he joined. He went through speech class, he had to go through behavioral health, blase blase. So I had to deal with the teachers who wasn't trained to handle him. You know, their way of handling him was, oh, he can't be here. So I'm over here trying to advocate for him like, no, you're not going to disbar him or tell him he can't be a part of something because you're not, you know, it's your job to be his teacher. So I don't, whatever you need to do to be his teacher, you need to be it. If he's being right. just, you know, if he's just being destructive by all means where you can't just handle it point blank, that's one thing. But you're telling me he can't go on field trips because you don't have enough staff. That's not his problem. That's your problem. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or you telling me because... You know, you telling him to work on his computer and he's on YouTube. 
Well, then you need to figure out a way to manage him where he not on YouTube instead of doing his computer work. You can't continue to get on to him because you said do your work on your computer and then he going to go on YouTube. Like, that's the kind of – one teacher, I swear for God, called me four times a week, minimal, over the dumbest – like, the when I say the dumbest, the dumbest <laughs> – one time he called me, he was like, because he said the devil is a liar. So you interrupting my job because he said that. Well, I just want to make sure he's not doing nothing with the devil. What? First of all, go, first of all, go to church, sir. Second of all, when you call me, he wasn't black. No, he wasn't black. No. Okay. No. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a struggle. Like, I just feel like I hate to say it and I hate to make it about race, but when a white kid has some of the IEP issues, I feel like they don't get questioned as much or they don't get the parents don't have to be as involved or whatever that I feel like it's just, you already have the extra layer of being black and being a boy. Now you got to have an IEP. Now I got to treat him extra special. What you have to do is just have a little patience. That's your job as a teacher. I know I can't be a teacher, so I'm not going to be one. I already know one of these kids talk back to me. They might get slapped aside the head. So I'm going to need you to have the same conversation with yourself. And quit bothering me over the smile. Now, if he, like I said, if he being completely destructive, that's one thing. But to call me just to say, because he's some twinkle twinkle little star four times, you can handle that. <laughs> Did they really but call people are not. <laughs> he just keeps singing. I can't get him to stop. <laughs> okay, that baby got a song on his heart. I don't. <laughs> Let him get the song out. What's the problem? He's not harming anybody. But like, come on. One, it's two things. One is a lot of te the teachers are very overworked and very underpaid, right? Like That's they got right. 18 to 20 kids, and it's just them. And then much like we just talked about with parenting. It's all of these different personalities, all of these right. different kids that need something. So that's right. one little little component. But then another component is, like you said, we hate to make it about race, but they don't have a lot of patience with our kids because there's already a preconceived notion that this kid is going to be a troublemaker. Mm -hmm. This kid is going to be a problem. And mm -hmm. I don't even know if a lot of people are cognizant of these type of biases that they mm -hmm. have. When it comes to when you look at somebody just making an assumption about them, people be mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't see color. Bullshit. That's the Bullshit. first thing you see is my right. color. You, we I, mean, I mean, let's be completely real. We as black people see color. We as black people go down a bad neighborhood and see Girl, somebody a, on the side of the road and be like, <laughs> hey, that crackhead needs to stay away from my car. We don't know his story. But Lock we do doors. it. <laughs> right, but we do it. <laughs> think I'm about to pull up on MLK with my doors unlocked. You got me thinking. That part. <laughs> I'm not playing that. What? Windows closed. We could be in a room full of black people, three, I mean, room full of white people, three black folks, something get missing. Even the black folk looking at the nigga like. I ain't going to do that. I'm looking at the white people because I don't trust them sometimes. And they be thieves. Listen, they always be talking about how they so scared of us. I see some white boy walking Walmart with a trench coat on. You best oh, I'm getting the hell up you know out of there. 
Okay, we traded a subject. We traded a subject. <laughs> abort, abort, abort. <laughs> I am out of there. Passing in a hurry. That. And we see I'm why. Sorry, but Chastity, I did have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Mary. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. I just want to acknowledge the comments because I ain't pulled none of them up because we've been talking oh, good. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> so Mr. Sutton said he wants some pot roast. So you have to connect with Mary on the pot roast. <laughs> Amazing pot roast. Mm. Even though she Thank don't you. no more. Uh, and then we had Tasha comment a few times. Tasha Lindsay Williams. She was laughing at us. She said, Chastity, be how old are you? 23? She wished. That's what uh, Biscuit tells <laughs> everybody I'm 23. And Carter the other day said that I was old because I was born in the 1900s. And I ain't been right since because it's I'm 2022. Done. And I was born in the 1900s. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Too shy. <laughs> I take 1900s. I take that. I mean, I'm pretty close to it, but you know, not nah, take it. But uh, okay, go ahead, Mary. What was your question? Um, since we're talking about parenting, what kind of parent do you feel like you are, and what kind of parent do you want to be? Because there I are so many be... different types of parenting. There's the authoritative. There's this and that. So, where do you feel like you fall at in that? Okay, great. <sighs> Sometimes I feel like I fall in the friend parenting. What does that mean? Give me more. Because we, even though I, even though Carter was a hard wall to knock down, a lot of the times we, we have funny conversations. We um, look at funny, we look at stuff that, most people, most people probably wouldn't even let their seventeen-year-old look at. We will look <laughs> at it together um, <laughs> and have conversations about it because it. And whenever we're watching stuff like that, interesting conversations arise from us watching those types of movies and shows and things like that. Um, even whenever I discipline them, I will discipline them and then probably end up laughing, like or tickling them or. Something like within five minutes of us having a whole World War Three in here, but before I go in my room, before you go in my in your room, we we gonna be back friends. And I, I feel like that's something that I I fought in. I'm, I'm I could do better. Um, I would love to. I don't really want to change it though. I was gonna ask why if if it's if it's something that works for you and your kids and it gives you you know the conversations and nobody goes to bed mad why is that something you would want to change don't let society yeah, tell you how you're supposed to parent your children child I I I was thinking of something and then I was like but no I don't want to change it I I like our dynamic and mm-hmm. it's not for everybody I understand everybody can't do that everybody can't have those conversations with their kids. Everybody can't watch the same movies that we watch that we watch together. I think one day I had told uh, Sunshine. I, I think it was Sunshine. I was like, we was watching the Playboy documentary together. That he, he was scared of the he was scared of the Playboy. And, and I was so tickled. And I 
I'll never tell anybody that we sat and watched that together, but here I am telling the world. Right. But we we but we have good conversations from those types of things. He's like, why did he do that type of stuff? Why did that woman feel like that? And we're able to talk about, you know, what this is why she felt like this. He done this, and this is why she felt like this. Do you think that what he did was right? And he was like, no or yes. And if he whatever he says, we will work off other questions based off of that type of thing. And to some people, they may feel like, oh, my God, I would never let my kids watch that kind of stuff. But those are also a lot of people that don't even know what's going on with their kids. Right. They don't even know that their kids may or may not be having sex, may or may not uh, be thinking about sex. And I want my kids to always feel comfortable enough to come to me and say things. They Y'all, they tell me the stupidest shit. Oh, but let me tell y'all this real quick. So the other day, Biscuit came to me. We always say breast and vagina and, and penis and all this kind of stuff. But I don't know this day he was being politically, politically correct. He was like, this girl on the bus, she showed her bees. And I was like, bees? And then he was like, and another boy, he pulled out his pinochle behind her. So then I was like, okay, so she showed her breast. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, he pulled out his penis. And he was like, yes. I said, okay, now say it back. I was like, repeat what you said, but use the correct terms. So he repeated what I said and he used the correct terms. The girl pulled out her breast and he pulled out his penis. And I was like, yes. I said, is that something that kids should do on the bus? He was like, no. I said, is that something that kids should do, period? He was like, no. But we had a whole conversation about breast and penis. And I was like, I always say the correct words. Don't use peanuts and pinnacles and butterballs and all that kind of stuff. You what it is. So I know what you're saying and other people know what you're saying. Mm. But that, that's, the, that's just the type of relationship that we have. And I want to always keep that. And I, I let me interject that I applaud you for that. And to any parent that is out there listening, please, please, please teach your children what their body parts are. Girls do not have pocketbooks. Girls have vaginas. Boys have penises, things of that nature. And I say that because if anything, God forbid, if anything were to ever happen, it is so much easier to prove that it happened in a court of law if a child is able to say such mm -hmm. and such touch my penis or vagina versus such and such touch my pocketbook because what pocketbook that could be anything there and hell it could have been a real pocketbook it could have been a coin purse it could have been a pack mm -hmm. of damn cookies but if you say such and such touch my penis or vagina there is no room for error you touched exactly what that baby said you did and now I'm gonna mm -hmm. beat you up there you right. go <laughs> point blank period point blank period all right psychology today says that what chastity is doing and tell me if, if it's wrong mary okay it's best friend parenting and what that does is causes overindulgence in parenting so that means it's too much it's overnourishing and it gives a soft structure of what parenting is so it says best friend parents buy everything for their children too much they want to protect their, protect their children at all times, and they do not set limits or enforce rules. Do you no, agree or disagree? <laughs> um, I think that that would be for psychology today. Like that's still a very broad, right, umbrella term because she just, you know, she was just talking about the rules and stuff that she set for her kids and the punishment mm -hmm. and how, you know, uh, young Mister who was it Carter 
was upset about mm-hmm. the punishment. So I think that when in most situations with parenting that where we blur lines, right? Like I don't, unless you're just a strict, rigid parent, that's, you know, very authoritative or you're very lackadaisical when it comes to your kids and you just don't really care about what they're out there doing. Anything in between, like the lines get blurred. Of course, I'm gonna let my kids slide with some stuff, but you're not gonna slide with everything. So, what psychology? The the term that psychology today said is correct, but I don't feel like that fits Chastity's situation because then there's the situation of I do set, you know, rules and boundaries and that kind of stuff. Because yeah, you are supposed to be your child's friend. Because how am I going to get, how are you going to trust me enough to talk to me if you don't view me in that light? But then again, I'm your friend, but I'm not one of your little homeboys. I'm not one of your, I'm not one of your little friends. Right. It's black folks say what I'm not going to be one of your little friends. Okay. So yeah. (laughs) um, Like I said, I, I have some insane conversations with my kids, but it's because they're comfortable enough to, you know, tell me some stuff. But Malachi, Kaylin, AJ, I don't know. I will still punch you in your chest if you get a that little part. too damn crazy. That part. <laughs> that I had to yell that to my child today. Ethan was yelling something at me crazy. And I was like, first of all, fix your tone. You was not grown. First of all. Because Jackson had to, I'm just saying my kid's name all over this pack. Like, it don't matter. But Jackson had to stay home today because he had diarrhea at daycare. So, you know, diarrhea, they just sent him all home. Why you let him stay home anyway? He need to go to daycare, first of all. What? First of all. <laughs> so, it's very, I guess I say that to say this, it's very hard to find that line of be the parent where you're, where you're approachable, but also be the parent where they know you're the parent. Mm-hmm. And I struggled Absolutely. that with my child a lot because these kids in 2022 is very more, way more brave than we were as kids. And they say whatever. <laughs> and I think that's why I don't know how to handle him sometimes because I'm like, I would never say that to my mama. So I don't know how to respond when he come at me sideways. And I don't have the but tools I need to come at him when he comes this. sideways. Our influences were different. We didn't have all of this social media and, you know, all of these outside influences. When we were coming up as kids, all we seen was other kids, you know, in our immediate surrounding, in our neighborhoods, who we went to school mm-hmm. with, whatever, whatever. So then once you incorporate social media into the, you know, the gist and they get to see how these kids are living everywhere else. And that kind of sort sets the, you know, the tone for what these kids expecting. Sometimes you got to sit down and tell them, bro, that's what they do over there. Right. We don't do that over here. Over that here, part. these are the rules. So. That part. That part. That part. All right. To go to Tash- Tasha's comment, she said, that's how me and my kids were. They know they can come to me about anything. I hope my child feel the same way. I ain't going to say it's always the case, though, because I And I know am- Sasha coming to you. Oh, she, <laughs> oh, yeah. she don't play she don't say regina said because we're not kicking it's like our parents handled us you right we're not jacking these kids up like we was jacked up shit who don't <laughs> we do in the clutch but literally our parents jacked us up for any honey we just not slammed me. the door wrong and mama was like why you slamming my door like that like just let's just be real like i think I us as parents that. in 2022 well we did I think us as parents in 2022 try to focus somewhat on what I want to do. That's what I want to do different 
than my parent does. But then we don't, we still don't do it right because we so focused on being different than what we came up with. <laughs> so we don't, number one, we we do it all the way to the wrong. Number two, we don't have the tools to handle it the correct way. And if, and if we I go to, and if, I think I got five. I never had a whooping. Never. I never in my life have had a whooping. Never, ever, ever. So it behooved the hell out of me when I got to be a grown woman and a man thought he was going to put his hands on me. Like, sir, my granny didn't even a whooping. And my granny, my, my grandma still jokes to this day, that's what's wrong with you. You ain't getting no whooping. Like, granny, I turned out great. I was perfect. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't see the problem. Perfect yeah. is a stretch. Now, let's go. <laughs> I, was I was a perfect kid. That's why I didn't get any um, A lot of that comes in, um, like, I, I I had talked on another podcast. I think it was last week. And we had talked oh, about parenting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I can't see my horizons, guys. But I'm here and I love you. So mm-hmm. we, were, we had talked about parenting. And, um... I was talking about how, you know, I I can't tell anybody how to parent their kid by no means. Just because I got these letters behind my name still don't mean I'm in your house. I can make suggestions. Right. I can give you some advice. I can ask you some questions. But at the end of the day, how you choose to parent your child is only you. That's number one. Number two, does corporal punishment really work? Does whooping your kid's ass really work? And I'm asking that because I have sat down with many of many of people and some of them oh yeah I used to get my ass beat and I used to drop cords extensions but you still went to prison so did right. it did it did it did it change anything what what right. did that whooping change besides making you be a little bit more sneaky you know what I'm saying the, the next time that you decided to do something right. so let's sit down and have a cut because you about to whoop your kids ass for something and they probably don't even know what they did wrong let's start with a conversation as to this is what you did wrong now if you if you want to whoop your kid okay boom let's sit down and have a conversation this is what you did wrong if you do it again after we've had this conversation then i'm gonna pop you mm-hmm. oh i, I, I whooped your ass and then have the conversation doggone it i but- don't I- <laughs> I give my kids chances to correct, and then I be like, I, I do. I wait till the last minute to like get go there, and that's not the correct way either. I don't know the balance because there's no have, perfect way to parent your child. Whatever works in your household is whatever works in your household. Like I said, even as a licensed therapist, I can give suggestions, I can give advice, I can ask questions, but I can't tell nobody that this is absolutely what you need to be doing with your kid. Because right. if I had that type of knowledge, like I would be a billionaire because I would write a right. book and get right. paid for it. Right, right. Ooh. Ooh. All right, Chris said uh, he older to talk back. He older to get choked out. <laughs> no, that's right. I know that's right. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, we're going to go back to Chase B. We're going to go back to Chase B. Let's see what, what we got left. All right, so so you talked about being a single parent. What struggles have you faced being a single mother? Good God Almighty, honey. The, the short Let version, me just, not the APA, no, the real short. No, I ain't going to do the APA, but I just want to say to every black man that gets on social media and says that a child, that a boy needs a man, y'all can take these fingers and stick them up y'all's ass Woo. because I can let my kids' fathers 
father, <laughs> sorry, because I only got one, um, come into their life and be the, and I can try to let him be the man that he wants to be. And my biggest struggle is I do not have that figure in my kid's life. And I have to be mama and I have to be mama because I ain't no daddy. And it has been a struggle. I have to be the disciplinary and I have to be the loving one. I have to be the friend. And I have to be the fun one. I have to be the mad one. I have to tell you to go clean your room. And also, I have to go outside and play basketball with you. I have to teach you how to mow the yard and mm. how to water the grass and all this kind of stuff. Like, that sucks. And I'm, I, it, that right there is my biggest thing. And it bothers me, even though a lot of things don't bother me. But that's one thing that does bother me whenever I see black men say that black boys need their father and other than me taking a gun putting a gun to somebody's head there's no way that i can make somebody be something that they do not want to be so right. like i said mm. Mm. go ahead mary you look you like you was in your mouth i'm a hush Are you <laughs> or maybe you need That's a minute no, nah, that's a double-edged sword for me with the whole it takes a, a man to raise a boy. And and this is my personal experience. Um, every Me and my sister, or my sister and I, have had my little brother all his life, right? Um, BJ's 26, mm -hmm. just turned 26 the beginning of this year. Chastity, you know, me and Tiffany, one year he would stay with me, the next year he stayed with Tiffany. And this is what we've done with my little brother his entire life. Nothing but women raised him, right? My little brother is more man than any man that I know damn near. My little brother is 26 years old, has worked his job since he was 18, just got a promotion three weeks ago and closed on his house Tuesday. Two women raised him. Kudos to me and my sister because we damn sure did that. So don't tell me about how. And, and when we, when BJ and I have sat down and had this conversation about, do you want to know your dad? Like, do, would you, I asked him, would you like for me to reach out and find your father? And he said, absolutely not. And so I asked him, you know, how did you turn out to be so damn dope? How did you turn out to be this great individual? <laughs> that joker told me, cause I looked at some of the men that you and Tiffany brought home and knew that I didn't want to be like none of them. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you. Wow. I said, well, touche. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. He was like, I've seen some examples of what a man is, a, what, what people say a man is supposed to be. And I knew that I didn't want to be like any of them. I knew what I, I knew what I wanted to do. And so that's what I did. So touche mm -hmm. to him. Like it doesn't, I feel like it takes a good person to raise kids. Period, point blank. It takes Amen. people that love a child in order for a child to be somebody successful. It doesn't take, you know, this whole dynamic. Of course, you know, if you want to, I don't knock anybody that's in a relationship. Like I said, me and Malachi's dad co-parent perfectly. You know what I'm saying? And he's a wonderful example of what a, what a man and a dad is supposed, not a boyfriend, what a man and a dad is supposed to be. So, 
it, it doesn't, it takes two people that love a child to raise a child. It does, and then right. it might not even take two people. It could just be one person. As long as you are doing right by your kid and giving your kid your all, how, how could that be anything less than right? How does anybody fix their mouth to knock that? Right, right. Because right. the example that you have that Chastity has in the house for her kids, is that how she wants her children to turn out? Right, right. That part. Yeah, so. That part, that part. My problem with society is that women are blamed, in my opinion now, and me and y'all watching, please correct me. But I feel like a lot of women are blamed for men not being accountable. Like we're told you knew better when you chose him or you expected more out of him. You know, just whatever people say. But also women are shamed for trying to hold men accountable. Yeah, because why is it always what we knew? Why is a man never held responsible for his actions? I didn't get pregnant by myself. You knew just like I knew, no matter if we planned this kid or not, you knew what was going to happen when we had unprotected sex. This is I argued with my cousins on Facebook for like two hours about this one time. Chastity, I think you had hopped on there because I Oh, child, we was going to try to have them on the podcast. They had pissed me off. All types of stupid because you as a man, like you knew that you knew what it took, you know, what was going to happen when you got somebody mm -hmm. pregnant. So when things don't work out or when you choose to not do what you know you're supposed to do as a person, as a human being, how was that my fault? Right. Right. Oh, and I it's think our fault. Nigga, he was. At the end of the day, it's our fault. If we had a child that we weren't planning, that you know, stuff just happened, things got out of hand, it's our fault. But women, we all day take accountability that we knew better. But but right. whenever we try I to hold men to the I same but we hold so men to the same accountability, then we're told that we're we, we, we we told all sorts of things. I can't even get it out. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that 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 um it was something that Mary said. What I have in my house, no longer here. He's not here. He's gone. I'm oh, free. Okay. I'm nigga free. Um he gone. <laughs> and that was something else I was gonna say. Doggone it. Hmm. Well, let me read this comment. Uh, Regina said, it truly depends on the minds of the person. I always have a conversation and provide tools they can use to prevent it happening again. However, it does. It, however, if it does, then whooping is in place. Okay. Facts. Right. That was, back, that was back when we was talking about parenting, but go ahead. And whooping. You got your thought, you? You got oh, I, I know what it was. So a lot of the times men say, they say, well, you knew what kind of man he was before you had a baby. You know what kind and of woman she was. I'm say, sorry. Go ahead. I just want to say that there are a lot of men that are one person and make a complete turn once they've mm -hmm. had a baby. Facts. There are also men that don't know how to grow up. After they had a child, they stayed the same person. The woman, a lot of the times, elevates. And well, for me, I ain't gonna speak for everybody, but for me and a lot of people that I know, right. we elevated after we had our kids. And right. 
the men kind of stayed where they was at. They was stagnant and happy where they was at and they didn't want to grow. So then we kept growing. We kept growing. We kept growing. And then all of a sudden, you bougie bitch and all this kind of stuff. Now we too high mighty. We doing too much. And you don't want to take care of your job because you're mad because I moved on to somebody mm. else that's doing yeah. better than what you was doing. Yes, mm. I knew who I had my child by. But this is not the person that I laid down with whenever I made this child. This is a whole different person. And I'm sick of y'all acting like people can't change. Mm. But I also sick of y'all whenever me and whoever had the child, we was above at the same level. Why is it that I leveled up and you didn't? Right. And I get told that that's what I was supposed to do, but you get told, oh, you being too hard on him. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have. Especially and with it Let's just be real. Some of these ba- some of these sons' mamas is coddling them. Mm-hmm. Don't you keep talking about me in my face. Hey, your, your <laughs> <chest>. <laughs> Hey, the shoe fit. I'm just saying. Some of these mamas out there coddling the son, and because they knew the situation when they had them, and, and they daddy wasn't in the life, and blah, blah, blah. We, it's excuse city for men. But for women who went through the same stuff, went through the same upbringing of daddy may been there, may not, we ain't we ain't treated the same. Point blank, period. Right. And I don't care what type of person you knew, and that that still is absolving the man of accountability. That you knew what what type of person he was. He knew that he made a baby. I don't care about none of that extra shit. That is all obsolete. It, it it matters none, not, nilch, nothing, Nathaniel, and any other word you can think of that means hell no. He knew <laughs> that he made a baby. So why is he supposed to be absolved of that responsibility? Because I knew what type of person he was. All right. She said, hell no. Yeah, so I, I, I hate that type of narrative because it still absolves the man of any type of responsibility. You are still responsible for this child. I don't care what type of person you are. Malachi's dad was not what anybody would consider by n- mm. normative standards. Looking at him to be, he's going to be the best dad ever. But he is. He absolutely is. He takes his kids fishing. They go out hiking like dirt bike ride he is very very involved in his kids lives but if you look at this man outside of being a dad you would think that he would be one of the worst people ever and he's absolutely not when it comes to his kids my baby father has all his kids in the house with him except for one all of them he's a damn good daddy right you know, a small <laughs> fee. I'm done. I'm done. Take money to take care of them children. It do. So, You're right. It do. So you can't look at somebody and be like, oh, so you knew what type of person he was. Because for every one of those conversations that a person wants to give, I can throw something right back at you that'll make you be like, that's some bullshit. Right. Doesn't matter what. I knew what type of person my baby daddy was when I had Malachi with him. And I would have thought that he was just going bamboo. Absolutely he was supposed not. to be the one that was gone. Been there from the day one, one and ain't been never there. left. Ain't never left his son. See? Yes, Shaheen. Oh, oh, she's calling the man name. name. She's calling the man name. All right, let's read Chris' comment. He said, 
Chassis, you fired. It doesn't take a man to raise a man. Some boys that came up in single houses seen how hard it was for mom and don't want to continue that cycle. Now, it's much easier for a real man to instill manhood in their kids, but in all honesty, it's not required these days because men just don't step up. But why is it not required? That's facts, though. That's facts. But when when are we going to get to the point that it's required? Point blank, period. I think he's saying that it's not required for a man to instill manhood in their kids, if I'm reading that right. But either way, why is it not? Is my question. Why is us as a society and us as women not making it a requirement point blank period? You have him on here and ask him shit. We don't know. <laughs> no, <I'm like, laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, because I honestly don't know. I, I feel like that right there was probably the only thing that I disagreed with his statement on is because I feel like that it is a requirement. I feel like as it, if it, I had we say a daughter, it's a requirement, but we don't act as if it's a requirement. Right, Let's just be real. Don't. Let's just be real. We say it is out our mouth comes that it is, but we give people leeway. Point blaper. Fuck Lee and fuck way. <laughs> well, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told the men. But but let it be a woman who don't want to take care of her kids, who leave her kids at the grandma's house, who don't only pick them up on holidays and Christmas. Let it be that woman. We talk all sorts of hell about her. Let's just mm-hmm. be real. We but do. when it comes to men, we don't do the same. We do not have that same expectation. It's like Point we bring a man with the expectation that he can come or he can stay or go, but a woman has to be there regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Like. That is the expectation. So, and even and, if and a th- man do a little bit, we get on credit like they do. Oh, he bought a lunchable three times ooh, a week. He's he's ooh. being a good father. Wait, 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 I'm wait, just wait. let's just be real. Like we, we, we love to a a fish for swimming. Let me tell y'all. So for my son's birthday, I can't remember all. I just want to say, I spent some money on their birthday party. And my daddy came down and all this kind of stuff. And my daddy gonna look at my baby daddy and say, "Thank you." For thank what? you. I'm sorry. What? What did you? Thank you for being there for my grandboys. And I was behind him. I said, "What the fuck you thank him for?" He said, <laughs> "Wow." He said, and he goes on and says all this kind of stuff. And I was like. This is all me, baby. I was like, everything they got is because of me. And I would not say that he is the worst, but he can do so much better. And I'm at the point where I'm not going to keep trying to sugarcoat it and make it seem like you better than what you are because, nigga, you already know. We had the conversation, Mm -hmm. so you know. And everything that I'm saying, Mm -hmm. I said to your face, and I'll say it again. But Mm -hmm. I was like, why are you thanking him? And he said all this kind of stuff. And I was like, no, like I'm doing all this kind of stuff right now. You, you, you're just seeing this, but you don't mm-hmm. know everything that I done went through. So you need to take your thank you back and give it to me because mm-hmm. I'm who you need to be thanking, not him. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he don't understand. Don't be throwing out some, he know, cause he, he was him at one point in damn time. So he knows. It's what still him probably. No, let me stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but, 
So Shadana, do you want to read some of the comments before? Yeah, <laughs> my bad, y'all. My bad. I got caught up in the hype. I got caught up in the hype. I didn't mean it. Maybe. Um Chris said when it when men step up to teach and lead their kids and not leave it. Hold on. When men step up to teach and lead their kids and not leave it to up to the woman. I think that was in regards to some, I can't remember. Yeah. And then he said, a man has to want to lead and not be forced to. Why well, do you we feel don't like want, I don't want to leave. I, I don't want to force you either. I don't want to force you. I don't want to. Sound like a cop out, Chris. You know what? Stop. <laughs> I say it's not required now because some women have been forced to be a mom. That's true. And dad, until men are truly held accountable for not doing their jobs, women are going to be continue to be looked at as mom and mommy. That's facts. Mm. And then uh, Ch- Regina said, you on a roll today. She said, told what I think she mean. <laughs> she is on a roll today. She is. Per usual. Per usual. Uh, I don't even know where we at now. We done got so ratchet. Oh, um, let's see. <laughs> so, Chaz, what's something you wish you would have known when becoming a mother? Doggone it, I wish that I had known that these kids are expensive. And the older they get, the more expensive that they get, dog. <laughs> I knew that. No. So, like, honestly, I don't think that when I always hear people say, I'm trying to prepare to be a parent. I'm trying to prepare to be a parent. You can um, be a parent, but go ahead. Right. And they, they want to wait before they have kids and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, there's never honestly there's never a right time because even if you think you have enough money you still ain't got enough money these kids are expensive as hell and i wish i had known that and then i also wish that i had have known that parenting does not come with a guidebook and Mm. everybody is different i spent i think i spent the first three or four years of their life trying to conform to what society was saying that a parent was supposed to be because mm. I didn't know what I was doing and I just thought that this was the right way. And finally I was like, you know what? This this ain't it. And a lot of these people that saying these things, their kids is fucked up. So I'm gonna do it my way and keep Jesus. it moving. All right. I'm oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I was gonna work on my cousin. But um <laughs> yeah. So that's what I wish I had known was that it doesn't come with a guidebook and these niggas is expensive. Mm. Mary, what's something you wish you would have known before coming a parent? Hmm. Man, there's so many things. Um, the biggest thing would be um, having a child that, you know, is older. Um, no matter what it is you teach your child and no matter what it is you instill in your child, it's going to become a, a point in time where your child is going to veer off and do exactly what it is that they want to do. And as a parent, it, it, it could be something that I totally disagree with something that I hate, but I have to not beat myself up for that and remember that he's his own person at this point in time. And I think that um, once we, once our kids get older as parents and even in the media, when the child does something wrong, you know, if it's a child of a certain age, even 18 to 21, you know, the media is always at, especially if it's a black mother. They're, they're talking about how the child was raised and what that child's, you know, childhood looked like, right? You don't know what, just because I'm a single parent doesn't mean that I didn't instill the best of values in my kid 
what that means is much like everybody else, my child has free will and free choice. And eventually they're going to go do exactly what it is that they want to do, no matter what it is that I've taught them. And I have to humble myself and sit in that and then let it go and let it be what it is. Right. Mm, that's good. Yes. That's good. That's good. I guess I need to ask myself the same question, huh? Uh, what's something mm-hmm. I wish I would have known before? I wish I would have known to only focus on what I can do as a parent. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of early years of my son's child focusing on what his dad was not doing, that it hindered mm-hmm. from me doing what I needed to do. All I can do is control what I can do. Point blank period. Yes, you know, he's supposed to be his dad. Yes, he's supposed to be there as a male figure. Yes, he's supposed to be there partnering with me to raise my son. But I spent so much energy focusing on what he wasn't doing that it took a toll on my parenting as a mom. And it sucks. I'm not saying that you should be complacent in being a single parent by no means. But you just can't focus your energy on it. I spent so much energy focusing on what he wasn't doing. Now I'm just like, hey, I know my son getting the best he can get. I know that mm-hmm. I'm doing the best that I can. I know that I have role models in his in his life. I know that my spouse that I'm with now is being the best male that he can be. That's all I can focus on. Whether his dad do what he's supposed to do or not, I can't focus on that no more. Because guess what? Whether I focus on it or not, he's still going to be doing the same ish. <laughs> right. Point it. blank feed. <laughs> like, so right. I wish mm. I wouldn't have not spent so many years and so much time and so much so much space on counting on what I was doing and what he's not doing. Hey, Mark, because I'm being here and he ain't Mark because I take care of him and he's not Mark because his grandma have him instead of you did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I spent so it's it's wasted brain space for nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, girl, I wish you had said that earlier because that's a whole conversation. <laughs> it is, it is, you know, <laughs> it is, and I think a lot of times, especially as women, I think we just focus on it so much, and you know, people look at me weird when I say that now. Like that's just giving him an excuse not to do what he he not doing. No, that's not. He gonna not do what he not doing anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Me worrying about it is going to change what? (laughs) Nothing but piss you off and have you stressed out and feeling a certain type of way because it ain't going to change nothing. It's like any other type of worry. Like, what does it do? I have a little activity I do with my clients that have really bad anxiety is we're going to sit here for five minutes, right? And you, and I put a timer on and you can't do nothing but worry about whatever it is that you worry about for five whole minutes. And then after that five minutes is up that you spent worrying for five whole minutes, I want you to tell me what that five minutes of worry changed. What happened? Not a dang thing. Nothing. I was just in my feelings for five daggone minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Now you imagine going through that all day long. Like you just sit and worried about something all day long. That's on your mind, stressed you out, pissed you mm-hmm. off, and ain't shit changed about it. So mm-hmm. what, was, what was the end game in that? All right. And when it comes to kids, like, they, I had to tell myself, my son does not take a point system on parenting either. Yes, I'm here for him more than his dad is, but guess what? He just sees me as his mom, and he see his dad as his dad. I can't be focused on... It made me mad sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I can tell his dad something sometimes. He said to him one time, and he listened, I'd be like, I'm here all the dang time. You ain't listen to me. Doggone it. And it makes me upset, but at the same time, I kids don't keep a point system either, so why are you keeping a point system? 
They need right. to. Doggone. <laughs> they might I be true, but shirt. they don't. Right. I brought that shirt. Doggone. <laughs> Damn it. You, that's but, petty. It is. <laughs> but we do it. But we do it. You know what else I hear a lot of parents talk about? This is something me and my sister have had a conversation about plenty of times where she's like, you know, these kids that hold their dads in such high regards. And Chastity, we've talked about it too. You put your, your dad up here on this pedestal. Why? What did he do for you to put him up here on this pedestal and feel like he is the end all to be all when he does absolutely nothing for you? And I consistently, you know, have to tell family, friends, whoever, it's going to take for that kid to get older. You know what I'm saying? Once they get older, then they'll see right. what that person did and didn't do. And not to like much like what Sunshine was saying, don't focus all your energy on that right now because it's taken away from the whole experience of what you have going on in the moment. Right. But that is kids do do, you know, kids will, they don't, they don't keep a point system like they should. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. they still, you know, they could not have seen their daddy for two years. But the one moment that this joker come around, he is the best thing ever. And you like, did you forget that you ain't seen this man in two years? Right. Thanks. Right. You, 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 you've been taking a bath because of me. You have <laughs> to lot of water in your system I'm because good. of me. That um, good pH balance of water is because of me, not because of him. I'm <laughs> over here acting like um, this, and he'll probably feed you some sink water. Honey, honey, y'all over there sharing nuggets with him, but I get you a whole feed. <laughs> okay, daddy got me some extra ranch. That ranch was free. <laughs> I made him thank you that ranch was gone. That ranch was three ninety nine. Now let me stop. <laughs> Don't forget, Mama know how to make buttermilk ranch. Oh no! Don't it? I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, Chris said, "Chance, what I meant by force is you shouldn't have to say or imply for your kids' father to beat their father. They should want to be as much or more than you are, and if you have to milk them, then they ain't really a positive factor." Oh, I already know that. Point blank, period. I already said, I'm. Point blank, And then Tasha agrees. She said, a whole 10 piece. <laughs> <laughs> you get the whole 10 piece by yourself, baby. You ain't got to share it with your brother and your daddy. Right. <laughs> and he ain't over there dipping in your ranch. From no, no, no. All right. So just to finish it off, we are way past time. We had an hour and 30 minutes almost. Um, but that's how you know it's been a good conversation. Um, but two Tasha last questions. Here. Thank you, Tasha. Thank you, Tasha. Huh? Uh, two last questions. Uh, oh, what is the biggest assumption people make about you? About me? Mm -hmm. In general, or as a parent? As a parent. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what the assumption is as a parent, but in general, mm -hmm. I will say that because I am very outspoken and very open, I think that a lot of people think that I'm very promiscuous, which is, which I'm not. Hmm. They think that you what? Promiscuous. Very promiscuous. Promiscuous girl. They think I'm out here, yeah, you know, know, throwing the the vagina around the world. And I'm really not. A lot of times, even whenever I go out and things, I'm, I'm coming 
straight back home, getting in the bed, and my kids is in my bed. <laughs> but I think that yeah. a lot of people think that I'm out there, and I'm I'm really <laughs> not. <laughs> what about you, Mary J? What's the biggest assumption people make about you, just in general, since Chastity make it general? Um, I know that uh, as a parent, as a therapist, people feel like I parent so effectively and then they have no idea how many missteps I have had with these kids and probably will continue to have with these kids. I don't, I'm like, uh, Kanye, I don't have, you don't have the answer, Sway. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have all the answers when it comes to parenting. <laughs> um, in general, people make the assumption about me that I'm an asshole, and, but that's, they're usually right. And I'm fine with that. Mm, mm, that's good. That's good. I guess I have to ask myself the same question, huh? What's the biggest assumption people make about me? Uh, I don't know if people make this about me per se, but I feel like people take me as being cocky because I'm confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. If that makes I sense, I'm just cocky. I, I don't I don't think I am either, but I think people because I think because people think that because I'm the person that I'm not afraid to ask questions. I'm not afraid to state my opinion. I, I feel like they feel like I come off as that I'm a know it all, I guess. And I'm really not. I may be asking because I really want to know. <laughs> I hate that's because just, that's just people that <laughs> they're not confident within themselves. Whether yeah. it's whether it's looks, knowing themselves and Knowing the right answers, knowing that one plus one equals two. And sometimes two mm-hmm. X plus five equals ten. X equals two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, X equals two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and just a thought piggyback on it, a lot of people think that I think that I'm pretty too because of the way I carry myself and I re- I I have a lot of confidence issues, y'all. I just like her and makeup. That don't mean I think I'm the most beautiful thing in the world. <laughs> and I think people think that that's the case. Like, hey, I was told I was too cocky, and I was like, it took me a long time to to deal with this brown skin. And you gonna you if I'm cocky, I'm cocky. You just ain't cocky brown with me, skin. so fuck you. You know I love your brown skin. I'm sorry. Give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, one more question. What is a typical way that you deal with conflict? Chastity, be you first. Woo, why I got to go first? Because this is about you. This is your show. Right. A typical way that I deal with conflict. So, sometimes I'm a good communicator. Other times I am the strong person that holds things in until I explode. So either I'm really good with dealing with conflict or I'm horrible with dealing with it. And Mm. I would just keep taking things in, taking things in, taking things in until I explode and then it's like word vomit. There's no middle ground. Mm. What about you, Mary J? Um, I like to think of myself as a communicator, although I'm not at all times. I guess it depends on the person. I'm very nonchalant at a lot of times, and I shut down a lot. And the shutdown comes from shit. Sometimes I'm tired of communicating. So it, it really just depends upon the person that I'm trying to resolve conflict with, right? Because everybody doesn't 
we don't communicate the same. So if I spent a lot of time already trying to communicate with you and it's fell on deaf ears, then I, I don't have anything else to say. But if you're somebody that's open to actually resolving the conflict and really having a conversation so that we can come to some kind of agreement, I'm all for that. And a lot of people don't have conversations with the um, with the intent of actually resolving the issue. People have conversations with the intent on making you see why their way is right. Mm. And I'm not doing mm. all that. Mm. That just that's hit a word right there. That's a word right there. And that's yeah. me sometimes. Sometimes no, when I'm on the other goes. side of the conflict, I want you to know that what I said was right. Point blank period. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> I was right. I don't care this what you say. You was pen. wrong. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. How do I deal with conflict? How do I deal with it? Dep- I, I agree with Mary. It depends on you the situation. It de- I do laugh. But it depends on the situation. depends on the person. It depends on what the conflict is. So, like, how I deal with conflict at home is a little bit different than how I deal with conflict at work or how I deal with conflict at church. Like, I, I guess it's layered. I'm an ogre. It's layers to me. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I am a very, I internalize things a lot. So if I have a conflict with somebody, I'm, I'm arguing with myself in my head about the conflict 20 times before I'm coming to you. <laughs> so I'm going through the angels things like this helper said what, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm going through the. Okay, well, maybe she was right. And I'm going through, <laughs> no, I was right. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going, so I go through all of the, like, I internalize things so much that sometimes by the time I get to the end of the conflict, it's over with. And I ain't even said nothing about it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you done resolved it? I done resolved it. It ain't even really resolved. But in my head, I done went through all the stages. I done went through five stages. I done went through the anger, the death, the, the sadness, the crying, the sorrow. You see the lady. The I probably do. And you know why I do that though? Because so, for so long, for especially in my work life, for so long I acted first before I thought about it. That now I overthink about it before I act. Because I, I was like- told, because I was told the way I reacted was wrong. So now I gotta overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Mary, are you over there writing down notes about us? No, I was actually text messaging. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is my little electronic pen. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you see me come over here to this pen, I'm talking about y'all. Okay, so what? This one. Not me going back to watch the watch to see if she pulled out that pen. <laughs> I have. Got a whole little notepad part. right here. That part. <laughs> But no, for real, I went to through so many situations where I spoke before I thought about it, and now I overthink about it. So how do you find the balance? You don't. Between what? I either say it right then and there, and you're going to get how I feel about it right then and there, or I overthink it. I don't know how to do the balance. (laughs) You got to put like a little time limit or a stipulation on how long you're going to have this internal conversation before because there's absolutely nothing wrong shut up chastity there's absolutely nothing wrong with stepping back from uh, some conflict and being like now wait a minute let me gather my thoughts you know what i'm saying so that i don't fly off the handle and say something just because i'm in the middle of conflict 
So take some time, step back from that, and then be like, okay, I'm, I'm in my right mind. I'm good. Let me address what I'm feeling right now. I statements. I feel like this versus mm. you did such and such because then that takes some of the aggressiveness off of any conversation if I can make it about me and not about you. Mm. you I can't come at anybody with, you did this and you did that. But what I can say is I felt X, Y, and Z because you can't argue with me about how I feel. Mm. 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 A lot of times that's how we approach stuff though. You did this. I'm, I'm, you I'm said save this little part because I have a whole other conversation for that. Woo. Yeah, we way back time. We way that. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's hard. Like I said, it's hard for me. A lot of times I'm a word vomit person. I say stuff and then I'll be like, ooh, I probably should have said it. A lot of times that's me. Just being real. But what you gotta say, Jazzy? Nothing. I'm just thinking of a lot of the inappropriate things that you just said over the years that I've known. Honey, <laughs> yeah. And that's facts. I done came a mighty long way. The Lord is still yet working on me. Amen. But a lot of times, I, even in front of my pastor, she my pastor, I be saying stuff like, ooh, I probably should have said that. Oh, well, it's too late now. So what I was saying was... Circle <laughs> back around. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I don't know how to find an equal balance. So, um, but but being being realistic in what we was talking about earlier, as far as going back to our childhood and what we seen growing up, that's what we seen. A lot of the old women just say what was on their mind, and we just accepted no matter what if they was right or wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. It ain't how great aunt said that you was a crackhead. It's the fact in the manner how she said it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how we was raised. Yeah, they just ain't older people most times don't really care about tech. You know what I'm saying? My granny Ooh, is 90 something and granny gonna say whatever granny wants to. And right. she says it out of love. She ain't necessarily gonna say it with love, but she's saying it out of love. So what do you do with that? Does that cushion the blow because she said it out of love? Right. Mm. Mm. You still wrong, Grandma. She right. called that child a black mother. <laughs> grandma, grandma, we didn't call you a hoe when you had two different baby daddies at the same time. We didn't call you hey, a you hoe. Thank y'all for joining. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to occasionally polish. Please share, like, and subscribe. <laughs> no, it's day. We knew grandma was a hoe. She would mess whatever deacon in the day church. Let's be real. If you have any topics that you think that we should discuss, if you have any questions that y'all want to ask us, uh, if y'all want us to give y'all some raggedy ass uh, advice, just go ahead and send it to us at occasionallyposh at gmail.com. Usually yeah, I don't want to cut her off. This week she cut me off. You see this? Hey, see if this. y'all want to bless the ministry. <laughs> Oh, now you know what I'm saying. I want y'all to hit up money sign and occasionally posh. You hear what I'm saying? I'm done. I'm done. Cut off, please. Look, you hitting stuff you don't You can't navigate like I navigate. Don't do that. See there? Doing too much. 
Oh my God, this episode was really good. I hope people have really enjoyed the vulnerability of it. Thank you, Mary, as always, for joining, giving your insight, blase, blase. Next week, we will have... What'd you say? Messed up my mascara, but go ahead. Uh, You all right. Um, Next week, we will have a panel of ladies on... Let us know what you want us to, what topics you want to hear from a panel of ladies, okay? Yes. What topics we can do. We want to make it fun but informative. So please send us your ideas, your thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. You can inbox me. You can inbox Chase B. You can inbox occasionally pause. You can email us. As she said, we want to hear everything that you got. Is that everything, y'all? That's it. All I'm right. Thank y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.